Well, I'll try that again. <laughs> Probably sound pretty quiet for that first bit. <laughs> oh, I said here's a pretty interesting statistic I recently came across. So not many people know this, but um, uh, 100% <laughs> of Hispanic workers, and keep in mind this is a sample size of one, listens to their podcast in the YouTube preview mode. <laughs> never clicking on it for the actual view itself. Never actually clicking on it, just watching it and listening to it. And now, again, I've only witnessed just about one person doing this. Is that true? But again, it's one for one, which is 100%. So, no, it's not a racial remark. It isn't even racist. It's just it's math. And math can't be racist unless it's at the expense of Asian people. So, I rest my case. It's not racist at all to say. But it is true from as far as I know. 100% of Hispanic workers do, in <laughs> fact, listen to their podcast in Espanol, but also doing it through the YouTube preview mode, which doesn't count for review. That's really messed up. Does he really do it through the preview mode? I watched him watch three different podcasts. Oh, all, I He kept putting his phone on the ledge, and I looked at all three of the podcasts, and all three of the podcasts were being watched on the YouTube homepage as the little thing was scrolling across the bottom saying preview. <laughs> I'm like, Are you guys, this is going for an hour long. You know what's funny? I saw one of the ones he watched one time, and this could be completely like not true, but for some reason in my mind, I remember it being like those those oh, overly hyper excited like kids videos where it has like the little cartoon animation splatter on the thing. Like, come on, yeah, guys, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Least I thought that was like one of those ridiculous things he was watching. Fucking, I looked over and at first I thought I was listening to fucking. Uh, I thought I was looking at like I thought it was Tim Dillon's set. I'm like, he's listening to Tim Dillon, dude. Actually, I thought the same and thing. I, was, time. I don't. Know, he, guys have a similar set. I'm like, he's listening to the Tim Dillon podcast. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. He's learning. He's learning English. He's li- listening to English <laughs> podcasts. And then I lean in. I'm like, that's in Espanol. So I'm like, he's not even clicked on. I'm like, this motherfucker's watching previews. I'm like, damn. I didn't know how Spanish people acted that way. They watch previews. See, I thought about doing that, listening to Spanish speaking whatever, just listening to it and see if I could pick up Spanish that way. Yeah. But how am I supposed to know what the fuck they're saying? How would, I, how would I learn anything if I don't I know? I think the better to thing with. we do would be to watch like Spanish TV shows. That's what you I thought at least too. Deduce what they're doing. Oh, like but the oh, subtitles. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking. That's what that means. <laughs> you put the subtitles up, but you still don't know which words translate into which word. No, I didn't. No, I didn't mean subtitles. I meant you just watch the show in the initial language oh, and you try oh, to deduce oh. what they're talking about, but the way they're acting and what they're doing. You're like, what's he saying? I'm like, I don't know. The girl's screaming and his dick's up, but I can't tell what's going on because I don't think the language. <laughs> I think you can you deduce what's happening if you watch the show. You're like, ah. Oh. No, I need, I need the, uh, the English like, I don't know. She keeps yelling about something. She's like, ay, 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 ay. And she just says, I don't know. The, be- oh, man. the best ones where the guy's voice is going crazy. Like then the reenactor goes, yes, it was a scary experience when it happened that way. I was startled. And the person's screaming in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The voice I thought you were going to go with the classic PBS where it was like, <laughs> on the 14th of March. I don't watch PBS programs. You know those either. things, dude? I don't think so. Dude, the history things where it's like, and then on that summer day, the wind came in along with 13 new men. The warriors <laughs> oh, fought. Yeah. They're like the worst stock. It's the fucking way they only took pictures and no videos. And like in the Civil War, 17 young boys it's fought the, the battle for. It's the thing in Stars Hollow that Taylor Dozy yeah. does for the uh, museum. I fucking hate those documentaries. They're so annoying to listen to. Well, Jebediah, we shall call this land hollow. Stars. Stars. Hollow. <laughs> Stars. Hollow. Stars hollow. <laughs> so speaking of uh, the Spanish guy that we work with, which is where all this preview came from, yeah. which we never gave a real thing to, I feel so condescending trying to talk to him in Spanish. I don't. I feel like I should try to do that. The show, I feel like it's respectful, but I feel like I sound like an asshole every time I try to do it. No. After one day of working with him, I've decided that Steven Seagal isn't an asshole, and it's just the, the right thing to do is to speak broken Spanish to someone who doesn't speak English. 
because <laughs> yeah, please. Explain. I was in, I was I was in the room for, for five minutes, and immediately I just wanted to be like he said he he like gestured towards me or something, mm. and I just wanted to be like ah trabaha key. Like I just wanted me to start speaking Spanish. I'm like yeah fuck you know it, just, it seemed so weird to speak English to him, and then like I just, and it's like what am I gonna do? Not talk to someone that seems ruder. I should yeah. just speak broken English. I should speak broken Spanish to him. I don't know, just for some reason in my mind, I feel like I sense like I'm coming across kind of, I don't, I can't explain it. I feel like I come Dude, across I feel like I have to speak broken ass, cracked ass Spanish I feel like Spanish it's kind of because it's not even remotely good Spanish. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Trabajasaki. How do you say, what is it, Hermano's man? Hermano. Or, no, Hermano's oh, brother. brother yeah. Hombre's man. Hombre. I thought Hombre was brother for some reason. So like the first day I met him, I was asking, he asked if I had any siblings. I said I have an Hombre. Like, that doesn't make any, really make any fucking you know, like, sense. He maybe thought you meant he have a gay boyfriend. Maybe I hope the guy's not. Really That's thought. pretty cool. He's like, oh, I didn't, yeah. He's like, uh, I don't know. You know, Robbie's gay. <laughs> he says it in Spanish. So it sounds a little different than what I just said. <laughs> and Rich is like, you know, come think if he said he's not dating any chicks right now. He yeah, he might be gay. gay. Like, yeah, he said. I said, I said, give me siblings. He's like, yeah, I have a hot piece of man ass. I fuck. <laughs> and Rich was like, he said that. <laughs> He's like, I think so. My my English isn't that good, but I think that's what he said. <laughs> but he said all this is Spanish. Yeah. Fucking, even though you you made the joke the other day about it being like the oceans uh, thing, where none of them speak Chinese, but the, and he doesn't speak English, but they all understand each other. Yeah, that'd be such a cool situation, dude. I'd love to be able to go to work with this guy and I not feel- speak a lick of Spanish, but somehow understand everything he's saying. He just understands what I'm saying. He doesn't speak English at all. It'd be sweet. I dude, I was convinced it was happening that way the other day. Can you imagine how much lamer oceans would have been in sober? It's like, no, we're gonna have a translator character who's just always interpreting. No, it's so much cooler. Dude, I know it's though. amazing. R two D two thing. It's fucking the best. Yeah, like, honestly, everyone understands him, just not the audience. They're yeah, yeah. Of like the Chewbacca thing. He, uh, Han Solo gets, everyone understands, yeah. Yeah, way easier that way. I really thought that was happening with him and me with work, like with us figuring out the gesture things and just say certain like phrases and everything. Mm-hmm. And then when you were with, at work with us the other day and we said it, I started doing one thing, he's like, no, that's not what I meant at all. I'm yeah, like, I know. Oh, damn, I was about to tell Alex how good our communication is But we have been able to talk about two things somehow with barely speaking this year. We both have a conversation about smoking pot today, yeah, which that's, is pretty that's, awesome. That's universal language. And then the, we were, the house we were at today, smoking hot chicklets. So I hear, of course, I'm not there today. No, we'll be there. You'll be there when she, it was still. Yeah, I mean, you guys leave us alone in the house for a couple. You know, we got to get some business. We'll all take lunch. Yeah, yeah. You guys take lunch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give her the sweet talk. When we were leaving today. Give her the sugar wood. When we were, we were leaving today, he uh, gestured to me, commenting on how hot she was. And I said, said, oh, yeah, that was the fir- aye, aye. I said, yeah, that was the first thing gusta. I noticed. And he started laughing. So he Mucho started, caliente. Hey, hey, this is my part of the story, man. You were like, ay, ay. He's like, my duele la penis. <laughs> yep, that's how we say Your things. dick hurts because she's so caliente. Mucho caliente. Ella mucho caliente. Ella mucho caliente y mine cock. <laughs> Moist her toe. <laughs> yep, you said mine. That's I know. Common. So he, yeah, it's common. It's broken. It's, this is this is it's like uh, that TV show on Amazon. Like, what if all the languages were hybrid? Because the <laughs> that's a cool show for a show of a show. What are you talking about? Man in High Castle. Yeah, that show is terrible. Yeah, that show, that show well, is really fucking. You know, bad. believe it or not, and I know it's hard to believe, but casting Rufus Sewell in a lead role doesn't work out on many things. Yeah, it's hard to believe, but you're correct. Doesn't work out ever. No, I mean, you know, maybe not not ever. I asked Rich today because his uh, English and Spanish is like, he speaks both very fluently. Oh my God, I forgot, I forgot about that dude. Yeah, do you know who he looks like? Who? He looks, I told you in the car. He looks like exactly, for anyone who's listening, just just close your eyes and say, I'm going to hear your name and just picture the face. Ready? Fred Van Vliet. I was like, that's crazy. They work for Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> Everyone got it but you just now. Yeah, I still don't get it. Okay, this is what Fred Van Vliet looks like. You've never seen him before? Tell me this isn't your boss. Dude, that, dude, that's so, that's so him. 
He's just Fred Van Vliet. He's just skinnier version. That's You're just working on. for a fucking NBA player. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. It's I fucking know sweet, that. dude. I don't know how he gets from Jersey to Toronto yeah, for his games. He's at basketball, too. I know. Freddie, dude. What an alpha move to be an ex-NBA player. Current NBA player. No, because I'm working for him. No, I, I, I'm trying to understand. How's he getting from Toronto to Jersey so much? Oh. That's why he's always leaving for estimates. He's going to go do... Yeah, he right, he's the, doing a little pole jumper, flies to Toronto, comes back. It makes sense. Makes a hell of a lot of sense to what, me. What the hell kind of, Dude, this guy is crazy. This guy is a sociopath because when you asked him the other day about what kind of sports, he said soccer first. I know, a fucking like you're a basketball player. player. When it clicked with me, though, I'm like, oh, that's Fred Van Vliet. I was like starstruck. It was crazy. I was like, yeah, I can't is leave Fred Van Vliet. Is that why talking so much? Because you were way friendlier than I expected you to Yeah, do. I was hoping by mentioning all the basketball, like, oh, you want to come to a Toronto Raptors game? So you he's did like, talk a lot about sports. He's like, yeah, I'll give you court tickets to the next Raptors game. He's like, hold on. Yeah, it was crazy. And I asked him, about how, uh, like, how was it, you know, with all the trade talk a couple weeks ago before the trade deadline about how they're going to trade you and everything? He's like, I'm just happy to stay in Toronto. So was it like the scene? Oh, fuck. This, is gonna, this isn't going to sound like a cool reference. It was like the scene in the Walking Dead comic when Michonne's trying to casually ask Therese if he's the uh, M, uh, the NFL player. Is that how you found out yeah. that he was, who he was? No, no, I just knew. I, re- I recognized him. So how, how, wait a minute though, because he's been telling me he's rich this he whole time. He didn't admit it yet. He, he's lying still. Oh. Yeah, he's still saying his name's rich to me also, though I know it's Fred. What a fucking lunatic. It's Fred Van Lee. <laughs> this guy is low. Point guard of the Toronto Raptors. Like, it's, it's obvious. He's not fooling anyone just because he's in Jersey. <laughs> That's why we took the snow day yesterday. And it's funny because, you know, Frederick Edmund Van Leet Sr. is apparently 6'1", which is a complete lie. He's definitely like 5'9", and Rich is probably like 5'9", so it makes sense. <laughs> Because there's no way Fred Van Fred Van Vliet is like he's like oh no I'm six one I'm technically tall enough to play basketball it's like bro you're clearly five six shut up dude what position does he play he's a point guard doesn't matter he's fine like, dude I'm almost certain he told me he played point guard bro yeah for the Toronto Raptors yeah dude it's this, fucking bonkers you know they always say the best way to lie is to tell the truth I know and he's yep. telling the truth mm-hmm. just not telling me the whole story I'm gonna be like so uh I'm like what were you doing I'm like, where'd you go to school he's like, I went to Wichita State I'm like interesting. <laughs> Rich, you went to Wichita State. I know another point guard who went to Wichita State who plays for the Toronto Raptors, Fred Van Vliet. Really, uh, another great reference. When did you graduate, twenty sixteen? Like, interesting. Yeah, I don't know if you know this actually, but if you look at his name and you spell his name fully, you arrange the letters. Wait, it actually isn't spells his last name with a V? You said, yeah, like Van Vliet. Yeah, dude. I like t- Freddie. If you rearrange the letters, it's the same name. Like Freddie Van Vliet. That's insane, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Guys, we were talking about going to the Patreon. Apparently, you don't have to. Apparently, we work for an NBA player. Let's see what. Let's see. Let's see how much you got your boss is worth. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet net worth. We're gonna, get, we're gonna get like in like a week. We're gonna get a met letter from like his people saying like you can't disparage his name. You're slandering his name. <laughs> Only twenty million. Yo, I thought Freddie hasn't gotten that bag at all. Yeah, but I should ask for a raise tomorrow then. Yeah, yeah, you should. There's no way Fred. Fred, Fred Van Vliet, there's no way he's only worth 20 million, but the guy's like, okay, really? This is, this is the part of the show we talk about. We're talking about NBA contracts, if you were waiting for it. I know it's been a while. He signed a four year, $85 million contract. He's earning $20 million a year. How's this? This doesn't make no sense at all. Speaking of the NBA, when are you no longer eligible to enroll your services to the NBA? There's no like deadline on that. Okay, so, you know. Thinking next next fall. This is and speaking of the NFL. This is an old this is an old NFL draft class coming out. There's a lot of old old heads in this draft. It's like twenty five year olds, twenty six year olds getting drafted. Why is that? I don't know. And how I does that happen? Guys stood an extra year. Guys, I thought you weren't able to do that. I thought you had to leave your last year to, to to enroll in the draft. Yeah, guys who didn't declare last year and play an extra year and to try to prove themselves. I'm saying enroll. 
Yeah, I don't know why I'm saying enroll. It's declare for a draft. Because <laughs> you're a fucking That's pussy. Why. It's declare for the draft. No one's like, hey, we're doing an, I'm enrolling in the draft this year. You're enrolling in it? Sounds a lot nicer. It sounds way less intimidating, too. I got en- 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 enrolled in the draft for the Army. That sounds I got enlisted. I have to play in the NFL. <laughs> what? It's not the same draft, asshole. Oh, you just made me think of that comedian guy that did it said how, you know, it's really weird that the Army's football team is so bad. Yeah, I know. You think they'd be the best of all time. So, because I was a comedian, I made me think of what I did today. You, you never asked me what I listened to today. What did you listen to today? I listened to Louis C.K.'s Word. Yeah. Because I Word still, to your brother. I, it's Emmy winning, I think, so I want, that's one Grammy of the For the billionth time? He gets it. Okay, the live version is good. Whatever, fine. For the Grammy, billionth time, Grammy. Grammy. Emmys Grammys. are for like TV shows. Fine. Grammys are for comedy albums, music. Fine, fine, fine. The Grammy. I don't get... Dude, I listen... The the success? I don't know, man. It's got to be the hair. It's got to be the hair. What else is discernible about him? I think the facial hair. He didn't always have that. Then then it's the hair. Yeah, it's the hair. It's the hair. And he taught us one thing, and apparently you can get to the... The quickest way to the top is also the slit. How do I phrase this? The faster you get to the top, the less time you'll have up there. He shows that the, the fastest way to expedite the process is by jacking off in front of people who don't want to see you jack off. <laughs> but ask politely. You'll get, their t- you'll get up there, and then afterwards, after that doesn't work out, you're going to have a pretty shitty. But you'll have a nice little high. I've heard him talk about it. He seems like he seems like he's enjoyed, He's like, I'm happy I had the high I had or on top for a little bit. So, listen, you want a quick, you want a quick 15 minutes of fame? Well, I'm wondering if the loss of the fame for that brief period ruined, ruined it his comedy. I didn't like the Master Square Garden thing at all. Dude, and fucking I heard, I, I heard, saw something of Shane... And apparently Shane and Shane Gillis was there. Ari was there, and one other comedian was there when that night happened on the twenty uh, January twenty seventh or whatever. Quickly about Ari though. I'm, I, Hold on. Two all I'm gonna say is one sentence. Like the three it was three three comics, and they were all saying like, "Oh yeah, well we saw Louis at the mat. Dude, fucking killed. Amazing." And like, <laughs> bro, I watched it. What are you talking about? So I'll give him credit. Word was significantly better than the one we just watched, Master Square Garden one. Dude, Louis C.K. Went around saying like how it was a big fucking moment for him to go to Madison Square Garden again and do one more show there. And like make his used to take it for granted. He used to go there for so much. He was going there like you know on the subway, not caring, just doing it as a job. So he went to make a big deal out of it. And then he went on forty five fucking minutes late. It's like, <laughs> excuse me, this is you taking it. You're what you do nice, do nice little walk around the premises before you went up there. You fucking cocksucker. Why well, I've been sitting. I got in fifteen minutes before the show fucking started, thinking maybe you're a punctual person, not a total prick. And then you're like, oh yeah, guys, I'm actually not here. Then you finally talking like, oh by the way, I'm actually just introducing the first act. <laughs> and then you, oh my god, oh right, it oh was my late. god, it was fucking 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 more than forty five minutes. It was forty five minutes before the fucking jazz musician came out there, and then he pulled the thing from Modern Family where Cam stopped doing his drum solo. <laughs> that guy just kept going. I was like, oh that's good. All right, woo yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. And every song sounded the same. He's like, I- I'm gonna play uh, my guitar, but there's gonna be no singing, so it all sounds like one long song. <laughs> okay. And then after that stuff, I'm like, okay, cool. Louis time. He's like, I'm actually bringing out a comedian who sucks. Here you go. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, fine. Louis time. He's like, yeah, I'm actually bringing out a second comedian who sucks. So hold on. I was like, all right, I'll hold on. And then I'm like, all right, f- we've had three opening acts, two comedians, one music act. He's clearly the fourth person to come on stage. He's like, I actually have another shitty comedian, but this time, she's a girl. 
And then she came out, and she did one thing the first two guys couldn't do put together was come up with at least a semi-funny joke that got a chuckle out of an audience. Dude, there was two guys before her? Yeah. I don't even remember the one guy. Bro. And then what, she went serious? up. I'm not kidding. Or maybe I'm making it up. I don't know. And then <laughs> she went up, and she had like two kind of funny jokes. She but ended she it pretty this, well. She did this thing where she she ended it really well. Yeah. But the, she looks like she's played. Let's say she did a solid like seven minutes. The first six minutes was too much of like. So you guys know like um, I'm a woman. <laughs> yeah, she definitely was one of those comments. You know how I'm like a woman? If you can't tell, it's actually it's actually I'm actually a woman. On, I'm actually a woman holding a microphone talking about comedy. So I'm actually a female comic. It was pretty crazy. And then after that, Louis is like, "All right, I'll go fifth. I'll be the fifth one out there." I'm surprised she didn't make a joke about the jerking off situation. Yeah, well, because that's how she, because I told you it's, it's, a, it's the quickest way up, but the shortest one up top. So the way so she's gone, the way she actually got to open was by also masturbating amongst her peers. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then unfortunately, in like twelve years, like the whole thing where she gets canceled after she becomes her star shines too. It's, it's Icarus. He flew too close to the sun. <laughs> Louis C.K. is actually just Icarus. That makes the most sense. Yeah, man. So the word was at least better. But it wasn't very funny at all. And there's a lot of good premises to jokes. How many like, times did Louis say, oh, I shit myself? Dude, honestly, he said pants. it at least three times. I'm and this was, the big, this was the big encore joke he came out to say. It was like a like like a fart on a, on a, on a cat's twat. Oh, my God. I think I know what you're talking about, too. What does that even mean? It's know. not even funny. I think it's like it's like, how, child, it's bit, like how Childish Game Mino got his name from using like a Wu Tang Clan generator. Mm-hmm. Louis C.K. just does like a fucking word scrabble, a word <laughs> scrambler, and he's like cat twat fart. Okay, yeah, sure. You know, how, like a lot of comedians. No, it's, no, it's like the scene. Remember, when it's always sunny when they fake D being. Everyone's liking her jokes. And she gets a big head and everything. She's actually. Uh, yeah, it's, just uh, terrible. Everyone's again. been lying to him. It's the whole thing. How everyone's saying that the entourage, the whole point of entourage, is to take four noises and convince them that they were actually stars and show them they weren't stars. <laughs> Louis C.K. was someone who wasn't. Was Joe Pesci was right. Louis C.K. wasn't going to stand up. He's a good actor. wasn't going to stand up. Louis C.K. was... Hey, listen, what does Joe Pesci not know, okay? That's true. Everyone's like, what does Joe Pesci talk about stand up? Joe Pesci talk about whatever Joe Pesci wants to talk about. You don't want because he's Joe Pesci. So Joe Pesci was right about Louis C.K. He was like, listen, man, you're a terrible stand up, all right? It's actually a whole... This is a social experiment. It's the Truman Show. We're looking at you for laughs. Everyone's like, yeah, we'll prop up this fat, balding redhead... <laughs> And we'll be like, oh, yeah, he's a real uh, working-class hero. Everyone loves him. He's a man of the people. He's a great. And then we're going to rip the fucking rug out from under him. <laughs> and then we'll see what happens. It'll be like a little goof. And that's how he became famous. Because you, you think about, like, you think about, like you, and you hear his name as, like, if he's a mountain, not even as if. People's like, oh, Mount Rushmore or comedy, Louis C.K. I'm like, yeah, if the Mount Rushmore was, like, people who talk about shitting themselves the most, I'd say we only need one face, not even all four. It can just be Louis it's C.K. It's got to be every special. He has to talk about shitting in some capacity. I don't understand the appeal of shit jokes. And you think he'd grow out of telling those jokes at some that's point That's the funny part. I heard him talk about, and I like Louis C.K., which was funny. <laughs> that's just why he's, I don't like his comedies. I like him, too. I like him a lot. I was listening to him talk about his comedy, how it, like, evolved from when he had kids from being kind of like a goofy comic in like the 90s like whoa to being more like ah fuck and it's like dude <laughs> I would love to see the yourself version of that you just fucking talk about shitting yourself all the time did he have one interesting story I like him I listened to him talk about the hey. president's thing for like 12 hours hey. of my life that's true he spent 12 hours listening to the guy I was like alright let's hear about every US president Two things. One, you know the thing that comedians do where they tell a joke that's got a great premise, but they never deliver the premise the right way? So, like, you know, the joke could have been great if they just reworded it a little bit better. You mean uh, the, what I like to call the Anthony Jeselnik approach? That, exactly. <laughs> Dude, almost the entire the thing. The Anthony Jeselnik 
style of humor. The almost the entire thing of word I feel like is actually jokes that could be really funny, but they're all just not told the right way. Yeah. And the only thing he told that was pretty funny after his dumb cat fart twat whatever the bit was. He told a story about being on a plane and how the guy's like, yeah, so uh, the fuel line's down, so it's going to be about 20 minutes. And 20 minutes pass, and the guy's like... And then like, we're all like, that's cool. But then, then then get this. No one freaks out. But then the pilot says, the toilet's not working. We all lost. We all had a shit. Close. And everyone's like, yeah! Close. Also, I don't understand. Do they pay the audience to laugh at every joke? It's one of those signs like the Kimmel show where it says, that like, laugh no now, sense. clap. I'm not just sheep, man. No, so he says, so the, the pilot's Ordinary like, Ordinary fucking people, man. Pilot's like, we gotta wait for maintenance to come. And then 20 minutes go by, he's like, maintenance didn't come, but uh, we think we got enough fuel, so we're just gonna it go anyway. Where he like, don't forget the coffee, and she runs up to the front. No, you know what would be really funny? You, 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 you'd hear the I joke, you'd be fucking say the joke. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Then he goes, like, uh, we got enough fuel, so we're just gonna go for car? it. And he's like, yeah, so they tell us we can't land in New York, it's a big storm, but he's coming from LA to New York. And he's like, but we're just gonna tell him we're going into Philly. No, LA to Tokyo. No, shut up. And he's like, we're going to just tell him we're going to Philly. And when we get right, we get to Philly, we're going to be like, oh, it's like we're actually coming to New York. So we're going to do that. So the pilot said to everybody, and the pilot's telling the, 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 the people on the plane that's what their plan is. So they get to Philadelphia, and they get to New York. He's like, yeah, they're not letting us land here, folks. We're going to have to keep spinning for a little while until they actually let us land. And the person's like, yeah, this is plane 247 looking to land at gate 38. And the guy in the tower is like, yeah, gate 38, yeah, you can't land here. We can't see anything. And he's like, yeah, I don't have any more fuel, so I have to land there now. And yeah. the story, this was the only enjoyable portion of the entire thing, how and it was his encore. It, encore. Nice. So he left stage and he Wait, came how, back where, on. Where's when's the person shit themselves? Oh, hold on, hold on. As he's as the pilot ships off, yeah. his landing is that, exactly. is, that, is, that yeah. the, is that the Louis C.K. twist? I think you're right. Actually, I have. Also, you mentioned how he said he takes for granted going to Madison Square Garden. This thing was uh, recorded at Carnegie Hall. That's cool. Maybe I'm just shitting on him, and this was my headspace listening to. Him. I feel like he was taking. He's like, I'm a fucking Carnegie Hall. Who gives a shit? I feel like he had that it was attitude social about it. bro. They propped him up like he was a he, god, dude. That guy looked dude, in the mirror. Carnegie that guy Hall. was like, I'm god, and he, he looks like he looks. Okay, <laughs> that's how that's how much to be tricked oh, him. He told a joke about how he whipped his dick out to a girl with Down syndrome. So he basically flat out told <laughs> right, her. You know what? Maybe this shit jokes are not funny. That one's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> no, he didn't deliver it right. Like I said, there's the little the premise is funny, but he doesn't deliver him right. <sighs> Joe Pesci was right, man. You guys, you guys, you guys are thinking these are just two jerk offs in their basement talking about this, and we have nothing to say. That's fine. You can say all you want. It's the, it's the guys who are like, you know, you can say everyone about me. You talk about, you talk about my friends. I'll fucking kill you. Dude, you know those guys. Yeah. You just, my head's an entire. No, I, no, what I was about to say you know those about assholes that. Who act yes, that way. Yes, like, yes. You can talk shit about me. You can say whatever you want. You talk about my friends or my family. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm those assholes. assholes. <laughs> you can say whatever you want about me, but we have an issue with my. You have an issue with my friends, my family. I'll fucking kill you. Dude, remember Anthony Anderson. Yeah. Okay. He said, "Dad said something about rap when I was a kid, and then I said it at school." And Anthony Anderson was like, "That's fucking stupid." I said, "My you know, father yeah. said that." I'm like, "No, you're wrong." That's my dad said, and he was getting really snotty about it. And I think I went to push him, and I came home. And mom's got got whatever. I'm like, "Yeah, well, he was dissing my family." So I'm one of those assholes who says, <laughs> "You can say whatever you want about me." <laughs> You said that my friends or my family, I'll fucking kill you. Dude, all the bullshit fights I've gotten into about you guys. After I saw Lovely Bones with the No, hold on, I'm done with Louis C.K. yet. Okay, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. So yeah, we propped him up. It was all, it was all a charade. I was done with Louis C.K. And, and, and people, are, people are saying, like, who are these two jerk-offs to say he's not a good comic in their basement? I'm not saying We're nobodies. You're right. But you know who did say it? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci knows funny. You ever see Home Alone? Joe Pesci knows funny. You, <laughs> you ever see Head in a Duffel Bag or whatever? Joe Pesci knows. You know, my name why? Joe Pesci knows comedy, okay? We might be nobodies, but Joe Pesci's a somebody. You ever see um, Raging Bull? No. Joe Pesci's pretty funny in it. It's his ass kicked a little bit. He's a pretty funny guy. Pretty funny, short, little, giddy guy, you know? I don't know if I've seen those movies. 
those movies, like the series. I have, I, I, I've, I've never saw, saw Rage. Rage. I've only Bull. seen Raging Bull Four. Seven Heads and Duffel. I've only seen Raging Bull Four, not the first three. Yes. <laughs> So what are you gonna say about um? It's not enough time. It's not enough time. Yeah, the, sh- the show's over. I don't remember what I was gonna say. What? See again, you have to do it. I say the last word. I say the first word. I say the last words. Thank you.